Welcome to Season 4, Episode 3 of the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast. We are so psyched for this episode. Dallas Cowboys just made it to the divisional round. This is going to be a great episode talking about all our divisional picks, and we're going to go in-depth in each game. Make sure you guys stay tuned. Arsh went 6-for-6 last week. I was not great, but it's going to be an amazing episode. I'm so excited for it. Make sure you guys stay tuned for each of our picks. I'm just throwing it out there. Did go 6-for-6. And did tell you as always. As I have to say, as always, you're you're so good at predicting. I can't even compete. And I and I told you that the Cowboys would win. And remember, it got a little heated. And then you t- and I at the end uh, to end it off, we told each other someone's going to be eating a lot of crow this week. Dak Prescott and it's me. takes any quarterback other than Dak Prescott. I want to hear that again. Uh, then last okay, week, okay, no, no, I no, okay. So let let me explain myself on that. I, I would, I would. Take any. I still would take any other quarterback other than Dak Prescott going into the and going in, in the playoffs. No matter any team, any quarterback, any starting quarterback in the playoffs in the wild card, I would take over Dak. Now his performance changed a little bit for me my outlook on Dak, but I still would rather have any other quarterback in terms of consistency and in terms of play. Dak Prescott had an incredible game. Don't get me wrong, over three hundred thirty yards and five touchdowns with no picks. I get that. He had an incredible game, but I still, in terms of consistency and in terms of the Cowboys scheme, I would rather have any other quarterback. We'll start off with the Jaguars versus the Chiefs. That's an, that's a Chiefs win. I think it's going to be closer than, I mean, every single team in the entire league last week scored over 20 points, except for the uh, Buccaneers, which were six points away. But so many high-scoring games. I don't think there was a single, there was no team that went under 20 except for the Buccaneers, and a lot of them went way above 20. So, so high scoring. I think this game, Jaguars will be able to get a... And I told you last week as well, Buccaneers are going to make a bit of a comeback to make it a 7-10 to point lead, but it's going to be too much too late. The same thing I think is going to happen, not that close, but around 14 maybe, maybe 10, maybe even 7, but around that margin for the, the Chiefs, I think that the that the Jaguars will not be able to get any, a lot going. And even if they can, they won't be able to hang with Patrick Mahomes. That's the problem. But going in through the game, going through the fourth quarter, they might be able to pick it up a little. It'll be too little too late, though. I've got the Chiefs winning this one. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree here. And obviously, this is the safe answer because you're the best at predicting on the show. I mean, just look at the past three years. You predicted the Super Bowl two years ago. I think you predicted the Super Bowl last year, too. Yeah, so, I said I said Bengals are making it to the Super Bowl. And exactly. And they were a dark horse and they made it all the way. For the playoffs. Exactly. So that's the safe bet. But in this, in my opinion, I really believe the Chiefs are going to win this game. I'm not just siding with you. I really believe that Patrick Mahomes, obviously, we all thought, Everyone thought, and if you can tell me this, you can tell me the opposite, and I know you're lying. We all thought that the offense would be not great in terms not, of not losing. Not great, but not as good. Not as good with Tyreek Hill leaving. Definitely. With Tyreek Hill leaving, the, only weapon, the be only weapon being Travis Kelsey. But, but that was completely wrong. Tyreek, I mean, he's not forcing the ball to Tyreek anymore. Obviously, he still has almost... Exactly, and I think... But he stopped forcing it to Reek. Exactly, and I think that's why he had the most passing yards this year out of any quarterback. He led the league. He had the most total yards by a quarterback in NFL history in a single season. He broke Drew Brees' record. So he played an incredible year, definitely MVP MVP candidate, but I think he's going to win it. But this game, he, he has his kryptonite is number one overall picks. Look at Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's undefeated against Tom Brady. 
And now you have Trevor Lawrence, a number one overall pick, and Trayvon Walker on the same team, back-to-back number one overall picks. But Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to overcome that. Now, I think that the Jaguars may get off to a very quick start, unlike last week where Trevor Lawrence threw four picks in the first half. They were losing 27-0, to and I'm going to give Trevor Lawrence his credit because that was an incredible game by him. But I also want to put some blame on the coaching staff from Brandon Staley. Obviously, they fired their offensive coordinator because of that. Joe Lombardi, I think his name was. They fired their offensive coordinator because of that, and rightfully so. How do you up 27-0 and then don't score Oh, score three points the rest of the whole game. I, so, I get that, but I mean, your offense did put up 30 points. That's I not, know, that's true. Okay, but no that's way. that's that's mainly off that Trevor game. Lawrence mistakes. That's mainly off Trevor Lawrence mistakes. So I'm going to go. I think I, the I Jaguars think get off to. I, I told you, Eckler wouldn't be able to get things going other than check downs. Okay, yeah. but he had two touchdowns. Check he had two touchdowns. But they were, like you said, really close to the end zone or just off interceptions. Their offense yeah. did not get any long, consistent drives going like the Jaguars did end up having after. Yeah. Well, Eckler had two touchdowns, but still, I think the Jaguars are going to get off to a very quick start here, and Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to surpass that. Because last time, the game was 27-17, Chiefs won earlier this year on November 19th. I think that the Chiefs are going to be able, are going to start slow, but Kadarius Tony is going to be the X factor here. Got a week of rest healthy, rested up, I think he's going to be able to tear up this Jaguars defense. So I'm going to go Kadarius Tony X-Factor, and I think Chiefs win by at least a touchdown. All right, now we got Giants-Eagles. I'm going to go Eagles here. They're After their bye week, they've got an extra rest, and they're coming to play the Giants, who were a risky pick last week against a huge underdogs against the Vikings. But I said that they would win because Daniel Jones has become something special. Saquon Barkley, I told you he'd have a good game. I, I told you he'd be pretty special, and he was in that game. So they've been pretty good, but it's not going to be good enough to beat the Eagles, who have lost only a couple times this year, because the Giants are a great team. Don't get me wrong. I mean, three of the four remaining N- NFC teams are NFC East teams, and that's something that makes me so happy when you look at the past years. We've been called the NFC least for the lack of playoff competition that we've had. Well, but now, now we're the NFC beast. Right. And now we're back to what we used to be in the 90s. But now we're back. And it's a, it's a fight between two of the, the best NFC East teams. I don't think it's going to be a very much of a fight, though. The Eagles are a lot better than the Giants, and they're going to show it in this game. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Miles Sanders, not so much. But that passing game is going to be amazing. I told you last week that the Giants have a great young defense. Not a ton of veterans, but really strong young defense. Well, now that's going to be exploited. They're going to make some really big mistakes, and Jalen Hurts is going to make them capitalize. There's a reason that he's maybe the MVP frontrunner this year. So I've got the Eagles winning this game. I'm going to go against you here on a surprising take. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the New York Giants. Okay, there. Let me explain my reasoning because this is gonna this is gonna really really affect some people. Jalen Hurts is banged up. Nick Sirianni said coming out of the final game, which they only won 22 to 16 with all the Eagles starters playing and the Giants third string playing. They said coming out of that game, Jalen Hurts played through a lot of pain and he was roughed up coming out of that. Now I get you. He had a week of rest, but your shoulder, your throwing shoulder is not going to be fixed. He's a mobile quarterback. That's going to limit him throughout the game, throughout the game. Now, if he gets hurt or if they have to play Gardner Minshew for any reason, that's a huge win for the Giants defense. Now, the Giants defense, we saw, got beat up on by the Vikings. 
but they were able to stop late in the game. And I think that's the big thing. Xavier McKinney, Kayvon Thibodeau got hurt, but came back in that game. So I'm going to have to go Giants here. And I think that it's going to be a tough time for Daniel Jones. I think it's going to be a very low scoring game because the Eagles defense is going to be good. But Jalen Hurts playing the Giants defense is going to have some problems. But what happened to the Vikes? Help. What happened to the Vikes? They were going to tear up the Giants defense because they were too young and undisciplined. Okay, I agree. But now I said that. But now seeing footage of them coached by Brian Dable, who's a defensive coach, a very, very well-coached team. And Jalen Hurts has issues. Gardner Minshew may come in, is my belief. I I think that's going to happen as much as I don't want to. I think that's going to happen. And I think that the Giants are going to play a stout defense against the Eagles. So I'm going to go Giants here, surprisingly. Yeah. And then the next game, we've got Bengals-Bills. I want to hear what you think about this one. All right. So Bengals-Bills. I'm going to go Bengals here. We saw, unfortunately, I hate to bring this up, but I kind of have to in terms of this. Is this a big data point? The DeMar Hamlin game, 7-3 before that injury, but who was winning? The Bengals. Joe Shiesty was on fire to start that game. Hit Tyler Boyd for a touchdown, but had hit T. Higgins. T. Higgins obviously caused the hit. Not caused the hit. I'm not going to put any blame on anyone. But he was the one that got tackled on that hit. Jamar Chase One did night. not get anything going. Jamar Chase had no catches, no targets in that first half. But Jamar Chase in playoffs, we know, is a completely different beast. If you play Jamar Chase playoffs the whole year, <clears throat> he is the best wide receiver in the NFL, no doubt about it. Joe Shiesty has been really, really, really on his game recently. 100%. Joe Mixon is playing with some fire. He's upset. This is a rematch of the Jamar Hamlin game. And I hope Jamar Hamlin is there to watch this because this game is going to be completely in remembrance for him. But I think that the Bengals are going to pull are going to pull out. This just look at how Josh Allen played last week. He played so terrible, only got be, almost got beat by a third string quarterback Skylar Thompson who I said was bad but ended up playing I know, I said was bad, ended up playing very well. 31 to 34, the the Dolphins defense caused some big turnovers. And the Bengals defense is very good too. We saw a 98 yard scoop and score last year last week. The largest, I mean, the the longest fun recovery for a touchdown in playoff history. I think the Bengals are going to win this. Josh Allen's not playing great. And if they can lock down Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis, then I think this is a win for them. And Joe Shisey's on his game. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree here. I'm going with the Bills. Okay. This is my third favorite pick, but this is what it's going to be. Josh Allen's going to make it to the AFC Championship game, and he's going to play a, a great game. A lot better than what he played last week against the Bengals. Sorry, against the uh, Dolphins without Tua. But I think that Joe Burrow, their entire offense, will have a great game as well. So I do think it'll be fairly high scoring. I think that the the Bills will be able to walk out without a close last-second field goal that they have to make. I think it'll be a pretty comfortable margin. However, it is going to be high scoring. And I don't think that you could possibly say anything else when you look at these offenses now obviously there's there's a lot of low days bad days bad offenses and just people that aren't on their on their beat and then just stifling defenses that are hot that day I don't think this is going to be the case especially with two of the most promising young quarterbacks in the game right now people are calling Joe Burrow the next Tom Brady and Josh Allen the next Patrick Mahomes these this is a clash of two young quarterbacks I think that there might be some overreactions for people saying that Joe Burrow might be better than than Josh Allen if he ends up he's winning not. this game. He's most definitely not on an equal team. Not most definitely, but he's not. 
on a, on an equal team, Josh Allen is winning that matchup every single day. However, I think that both of them have pretty equal teams, pretty equal defenses. So both teams will do all right. But the Bengals defense, I mean, their secondary is not something to be very proud of. Yeah. And going up against this team with this guy at quarterback, it's not going to be easy to contain him. And I don't think that they will, frankly. So I've got the Bills winning in this Bills Bengals. All right. Finally, let's move on to our favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys Works 49ers rematch of the NFL NFC wild card, one of them, last year, where the Cowboys unfortunately did not get to snap off because of a good but not good management play call by Mike McCarthy. And here, I don't know what you're going to say. I, I have faith in the Cowboys off after what they played last week, how they played last week, but I think that's the peak Cowboys team holding the GOAT to 14 points, really six points if you, if you think about it because the last second touchdown. But I hear... I'm going to have to go Brock Purdy in the 49ers. I don't see any way the Dallas Cowboys, maybe they, they might get pressure and maybe they, I think they will, but they're going against Trent Williams, best left tackle in the game, I think. Uh, even better than than Tyron Smith when he's healthy. Trent Williams. They have a great fullback in Kyle Juszczyk to provide extra, pa- extra, um, extra pass defense even to help against Michael Parsons. I don't see any way they get around that, let alone stop Debo Samuel, one of the most Agile wide receivers in the game. George Kittle, a top four at least tight end in the game. Christian McCaffrey, best running back in the NFL, or top three at least. And then Brock Purdy, who's 6-0 in his NFL starts. And then a defense that has that is led by Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa. I don't think there's any way they get around. They stop all of that and pass all of that. I don't think I think Dak Prescott is going to have a very tough day. As a Cowboys fan, I have a feeling I'm going to be very, very upset watching this game. And I'm going to have to go 49ers. Just Kyle Shanahan has coached this team way too well. He can fit any any quarterback in that scheme. And that offense is just lethal, especially with Christian McCaffrey. So I'm going to have to go 49ers. This is the hardest prediction I've ever had to make. I ever. mean, ever. This is such a hard prediction. This is most definitely my hardest prediction I've ever had to make. Because this could so easily go either way. Tony Pollard could could have a great running game. And Michael Parsons, I mean, Brock Purdy has not had to play a good D-line yet. A good secondary. Yet. Yeah. He's never had to play a guy like Michael Parsons. And I understand he's going against Trent Williams, but Michael Parsons can be moved around. Trent Williams is staying at left guard, at left tackle. You've got Demarcus Lawrence out there. You've got a bunch of play wreckers out there on defense for the Cowboys. And then you obviously got their explosive offense. Dak had five touchdowns. Could have been five touchdown passes if he so wished. And they've got Dalton Schultz, who's been amazing with Dak. Horrible Cooper Rush. It's just something about him uh, and the, their chemistry with Dak. Dak using tight ends. But Schultz was amazing. C.D. Lamb might be the best wide receiver left in the playoffs right now. You could you could make a very good argument for that. And then Tony Pollard, who made the Pro Bowl and most definitely was not a snub. He was a top three running back. In he the definitely NFL. was. Top three? Top three, because there's three Pro Bowl guys. And I would I would choose CMC over Miles Sanders, maybe, but not over Tony Pollard. Not, I think not over with them. If I okay, had to okay. say over someone, I'd obviously choose over the least person. But I'd put CMC over two or three of those guys. But okay. Saquon, Tony Pollard, and CMC are the three best running backs in the NFC right now. So that's the Cowboys. 
But then you look at the 49ers, and Brock Purdy's undefeated as a starter. Obviously, he's never had to play the Cowboys. But you look at Deval Samuel, had an amazing game. Christian McCaffrey had an even better game. And he's he's going to be great against this Cowboys defense that doesn't stop the run very easily. And then you look at their top defense in the NFL. Joey Bosa's sorry, Nick Bosa is winning Defensive Player of the Year. No doubt about it. Unless they lose and Michael Parsons has like five and seven sacks. I mean, this is Joey, this is Nick Bosa's award to lose. You look at their linebackers, they've got Fred Warner there just causing havoc. And then their secondary, how can you beat a team like that? Well, exactly like the Cowboys played last week. So I've been going back and forth in my mind this whole show, this whole week, trying to think about who am I going to take? Everything is riding on this game for Purdy, for my Cowboys. But I'm going to have to side with the Cowboys here. I think that their defensive line and their defensive backfield is just good enough to hold off, stave off the 49ers, get revenge for last year, get revenge for what they've done to us the past 10 years. I mean, they've been a lot better than us throughout the last decade. And I think this is a game where we can get bad.